Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to back to Motown and Coney. We are 10 episodes in now. Thank you for staying along the, for the ride. I'm back with my main man, Tommy, of course. What up, though? Yes, sir. And I don't know why we decided to. I, I, I do think this is fitting for um, episode 10 for us to do this list. But this might be the hardest list we have ever done. The top five greatest hip hop producers of all time. Man, yeah, this, oh my God. Ronnie, why did we even choose this one? <laughs> this is tough, man. It's just, oh man, it's so many amazing producers, man. It's, this this might be the toughest. Yeah, um, hands down. It's definitely about to be a lot of honorable mentions. Um, I have not seen his list. He has not seen my list. So I don't know if if it's going to be who's, who's on his list. Who's, you don't know who's on my list. I don't know how much overlap it's going to be, if any. I think I got a good idea. Uh, like I feel like we might have a few in common. But the order in which they ranked could be interesting yeah the order and you know what i'm just i think with this this particular uh list rodney i'm just gonna go off of the people that i listened to in the beats that that captivated me and caught me and, and changed me okay so to the hip-hop person you hear I, I do have one uh new school producer i guess i can call, call him new school he's around our age a little bit younger but i do have um one new new school cat on this list oh now ronnie now remember this is the of all time yeah i i feel like he's there though <laughs> whoa man like can we just go, all right before we before you dive into the people here and we, we did do the rundown on the last episode but this list, man, you talking about Q-Tip, Just Blaze, uh, Rick Rubin, Timberland, Pharrell, um, Large Professor, um, RZA, Jay Dilla, DJ Premier, uh, Kanye West, Dr. Dre, I mean, Timberland, Timberland Alchemist, Neptunes. the Neptunes, uh, oh wow, uh, Scott Storch, Eric Sermon, Manny Fresh, uh, I mean, come on, man. Organized Noise, DJ Muggs. Tone and Loke. Tone and Loke. Um, um, cool and Dre. I mean, you sure you want to put... <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling I'm, you what I'm, to do. Yeah, I'm going... <laughs> First of all, I didn't want to do all your, your Kanye's, your, your Timberlands, your, your, your Rizzas. So I wanted to put somebody on there. They may not have the resume um quite yet but it's getting there okay all right i feel you so you you want me to start because the brother is is my it's number five for me okay i'm I'm gonna I'm go ahead and uh let you get this this started here brother so number five my my new school producer that i have fallen in in love with and i don't and it probably has something to do with that he's produced the last two Nas albums okay Hit Boy. Uh, no, Hit Boy a monster, bro. Okay, so he's got hit with Nas. He's got hit with Big Sean. 
Um, he just did Easy with um, Kanye in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he got stuff with T Grizzly. Um, shout out to T Grizzly because we ain't even mentioned him on our Detroit one. Well, you know he's he's yeah. the upper echelon. Yeah, so he's he's got the, along with with four two and some of the other. Guys. He did the song uh, "Deep Reverence" with Big Sean and Nipsey off the Detroit Two album. Uh, got hits with Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, he got some. He got some joints, man. Yeah, I I thought okay. So my whole take on this is I think this man is amazing. I think he's a he's a dope producer. I think he gonna have longevity oh, yeah. in the and game. I, I even he forgot about he did the the niggas in Paris. That was like yeah. his real big first. Yeah, hit. that was that was his uh, first big uh, step right there. Click. I, so, I just uh, he gets the honorable mention, man. I knew it was coming. Yeah, he gets the honorable mention because can, can the I other. Tell you, can yeah. I tell you who I took off to put him on this list? So I'm gonna get him the honorable mention right now. Go, go ahead, bro. I, I took Swiss off. Wow, that is tough. That's tough. You took Swiss off? Yeah. So shout out to Swiss Beats. Why though? I love Swiss Beats, but I'm gonna tell what? you why I went Hit Boy over Swiss. Because I feel like lots of times I'm shocked here, people. Yeah. I love <laughs> my face yeah. here is just like what? And, and I love Swiss. I do. I think he's an amazing producer. I listen to a lot of stuff produced by Swiss. Yeah. But his sounds sometimes, I feel like I'm listening to the same beat. So. I mean, I I can, I guess I can agree with you on that one too. But you want to know what's something that's crazy? I don't even have Swiss in my, if because we do top five and then we do honorable mention. I don't have Swiss in my honorable mention. Swiss will be like in my top 15. So, Hit Boy will be like in my top 20, so, if that, probably 25. He throwing shots. No, I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> like, when I think of like top five, okay, so you gave me your person for top five. This is going to be tough right here. I'm going to tell you why. Because all these are tough, and, and, it, and it's <laughs> yeah. tough to put them in order because I feel like it's a case for my one through four, any of them can be one. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you how tough this is. My my number five is Timberland people. That's how tough this is. Timberland is my number five. So you he, got he hit just, boy. He just shot me in the <laughs> you got stomach. hit boy. You Timberland got, is on my list, so yeah, Timberland is number five, bro. Like, how? You must have some hella people coming after him. I got some hella people coming after him. And, like, you will understand why I have my list that I have. And, yeah, Timberland is my number five. He could have been my number four, but Timberland is my number five. And Timberland just made it over my honorable mention. Now, that's what I was about to say. He just made it over my honorable mention, which was Scott Storch. And Scott Storch got some bomb tracks, man. The yeah. stuff he did with Little Kim, with Fat that's, Joe. Scott Storch with, is an honorable mention for with me, Jay-Z. too. With so. Jay-Z. I mean, Scott Storch was on fire. He still, he's still sneaky in there, too, like dropping some gems, man. The stuff he did for the game. I mean, Scott Storch, man, been in the game for a minute and just... That's how tough it was. So you trying to tell me wow. you got Hit Boy? I'm just saying Hit Boy got some. He he dope. 
Ronnie done Ronnie This the first disagreement That me and Ronnie Done had people Cause like I think Ronnie About to rethink this now No I'm, You still gonna stick With I, Hit Boy I'm, I'm keeping Hit Boy In my top five Wow My top My four and five May surprise Well I know five Has already su- surprised you I'm curious to see Where you have My number four pick at I wanna know What your uh Your number four pick DJ, no, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Let let me go back to this. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> but Scott Storch produced "You Got Me" by the Roots. He produced the seed. Okay. <laughs> he basically did the whole. He basically did the whole uh, the Roots album. That he did that whole album on "Things Fall Apart." He did the tipping point. He did "Don't Say Nothing." Are you? What is going on here, Rodney? He basically does all their stuff. I, I just I had to I had to say this for for Rodney like what is going on here? You say you like the roots. He does all the roots I, stuff. I love the roots. <laughs> <laughs> he did all their songs. He's been a producer since ninety three uh-huh. to, to two thousand twenty and keeps going. And you gonna uh-huh. pick Hit Boy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew he was gonna be pissed. I, I, I am blown away. I, I knew he, he did was. Steel Dre with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. He did X. He, he did in the name of the streets. He he is an amazing producer. Tarantula. However, I put Hit Boy at number five based on what he's already done and based on what I think he's going to do. But he did Baby Boy with Beyonce and Sean Paul. He did Me Myself and I with. He did Naughty Girl. Come on, lean back. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, candy shop with 50 cent. Rodney. He did players only. He did run it with Chris Brown and Joel Santana. I think Tommy about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> he did Lord Give Me a Sign. He did Conceited Remy Ma. He did Give Me That with Chris Brown and Lil Wayne. He did Make It Rain. He did Let's Ride Together. I'm sorry, Scott Storch. Uh, Timberland, like, can we restart this? Scott Storch, no. can you be number five, please? I want Scott Storch. I, I, I'm wrestling with this. I'm going to put Scott Storch at number five, bro. And then Timberland, I'm going to bump you to number four. But I'm going to let you do your four. Dude, I didn't realize. Look, I didn't realize that Scott Storch did all these songs. Either. Yeah, I didn't know you were about the fan, fan boy out on Scott <laughs> Storch. I didn't, look, I thought about it. I was like, I, I knew some of the songs because of just being a fan. But then when I looked at some of these, I said, what the hell? He was putting out like 17 hits a, a year. Yeah, yeah. You you done? Yeah, I'm done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I knew Hit Boy was going to be yeah, get under your tough. skin. I didn't know if he was going to do that, though. Yeah, that's that's tough. And I want Scott Storch in my number five, and I'm going to move Timberland to four. Okay. Right, so number sorry. four for me. Uh huh. DJ Premier. Damn. I got, see, I got Premier. I want to Premier. He's my honorable mention at number six, bro. Okay. But since uh, he's my honorable mention at number six, he did Ten Commandments with Biggie. Nas is Nas is like yeah. Born in, in the trap with the game. New York State of Mind, still one of my favorites. Yeah. Mathematics by Most Def. Not to mention the Royster Five Nine albums yeah. and with Gangstar. Yeah, 
you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, that, that man done did, he done put in some work, okay? Yeah, so even recently, I mean, recently he done did stuff with, on, the, on Nas' new album. But the Gangstar stuff he done did, yeah, it's it's, it's got to be a DJ premiere for me at, at number four. I'm curious, because you've got Timberland at four, right. Scott Storch at five. Uh-huh. I'm, so you, yeah. I, I'm curious to see who one, two, and three is. You know, you okay. So my three, I done jumped ahead of you in the thing. I, yeah, I apologize. That's, that's, that's but for real, it'll be my number three. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um, the Neptunes I do have at three, so I, yeah. I lump Pharrell and the Neptunes together. Yeah, I have both of them together too. Like they they go hand in hand. I got them at number three. And Timberland Timberland was saying that. Um, did you know that him and Pharrell are from the same area, right? Yeah, they cousins. I yeah. believe. And I mean, that's why I have them back to back like that. And then when I always when I always include both of them, I always put Dre like right above them. So, so yeah. we both got the, the Neptunes. I mean at three. Neptunes and for real. I'm I'm just just thinking about the when the clip the clips first came out, the the, the beats they have for them. The yeah. excuse me miss. Just yeah, the beats that he had was crazy. I always like the I like the Noriega cuts he did. Yeah. With nothing and um yeah, I mean, he did some Pharrell Beast, man. Yeah. It's so, just his songs. This whole playlist is crazy. I, I knew the Neptune would probably be on both of our lists. This is where it gets a little dicey. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I'm I'm gonna tell you what. You tell me. Cause I think we I think we're gonna be both in agreement with these next two, and you don't think that we will. I think we will. I think that it's impossible for you not to have Dr. Dre or Kanye as either a one or a two. Yeah. I ha- so, damn, I, I guess I left Timberland off, too, because I do got Kanye. You left Timberland off, too? Yeah, I, I have Kanye one. I have Dr. Dre two. I Okay, so I have Dr. Dre two and I have Kanye one also. Uh-huh. See, we both on that. We both. But I'm surprised that you don't have Timberland on there, but you put <laughs> Hit Boy on there. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Here it goes. Sorry, Hit Boy. I'm sorry. I got to move you to six. Thank you, because I I was like, come on, bro. I love Hit Boy though. I love Hit Boy too, man. But this is my thing. We always say it's fluid, right? Because Hit Boy can be, he can jump up there if one of these one of these people fall off. Okay. But these people are still going strong, bro. Okay, so let's let's talk about Dre a little bit and then. Get in, we'll get into why we both have, and it's crazy because, like I said, he didn't see my list, I hadn't seen his list, and we both um ended with Andre Young and Kanye West as one, two. Um, let's, let's talk about Dre first. Um, right, what makes Dre two and almost one for me longevity hits. Mm-hmm crossover appeal that's right um even at the height of the east coast west coast beef he went and did um the the song with Nas that was on um it was written 
later on he he went and did the the song with jay-z uh off the volume three that's correct the the it so the chronic well nwa straight out of compton came on with an 88 mm-hmm. it's 20 20 22 and he is still going strong producing hits um and at like a crazy high clip and and all his hits are like don't get me wrong all these producers made timeless hits man but the only thing that stands out with dre too is like his artist he makes an artist you get what i'm saying too like he makes an artist because you think about some of the other artists that um that some of these other producers done dealt with or um he actually finds these artists too, and not only that, he's actually a rapper, which and he's actually not a dec- uh, not a bad rapper. I know that uh, he gets a lot of ghostwriting, okay? Yeah, but I was, I was his voice to... behind that, like his voice and his demeanor behind the song, it doesn't make you think that he doesn't write it because his demeanor is is you know he has people that write for him that's like that's I guess they have they so embodied the gangster mentality. Let's just go through some Steel Dre, okay. Forgot about Dre. Let me write. California Love. Uh-huh. In the Club. The Family Affair, Mary J. Blood. The whole damn, let's just say the whole damn Eminem, um, Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. How We Do. Mm-hmm. Bitch Please. Explosive. Afro Puffs, Lady of Rage. West Side Story. Um, one of my favorite songs I like. If anybody doesn't listen to Bilal, that's a, which is an amazing album. That Fastlane album. Uh, fuck the police, of course. Straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game album. I like Higher, which is one of my favorite songs. Um, Kendrick Lamar. How much a dollar cost? That's yeah. Keep your head ringing. Oh, Lay Low, the Snoop Dogg song. Oh uh, yeah, from um, the Compton album Deep Water, love that song with um, Kendrick on it. You know what's crazy too? I see, uh, I see that they say he produced "Love," the music Soul Child song. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I didn't know that about Dr. Dre. That's that's crazy. I never knew that at all. That is that is bananas right there. That that no more lies, Michelle A. Out of control. I mean, basically all the the good fifty cent stuff. Uh, if I was a rich girl, Gwen Stefani. Wow, didn't see that either. Smile, Scarface, Dr. Dre touched that with him mm-hmm. and Tupac. Holy shit, man! Something in my heart, Michelle. I should knew that already too. Wow, that I, some of these just blew my mind. Hey, um, Exhibit the Man versus Machine album. All produced by Dr. Dre and by far exhibits the best album. Yeah, it is. I'm some of these songs, man, I just I didn't know. And I didn't know I did like oh he did I know he did Hello the um uh, I started this gangster shit. Yeah, I know he did that one. That's the motherfucking thing sack. Yeah, that's that's my song. Yeah, that's my shit too. I gotta play that. <laughs> yeah. One of yeah. my favorite Eminem songs, Guilty Conscience. Candy Shop. Yeah. So, look, this just lets you know that Dr. Dre, man, this brother here, man, he, 
And all these songs that we naming too, and I, I I know I just went through Scott Storch's list too, because Scott Storch got a shit fucking load of body of work. But you got to remember that Dr. Dre also raps too. He may get ghostwriters, but his voice is behind those. So think about his albums too. Scott Storch is not a rapper, so all his stuff just lays into producing. So that's what makes that's why I have Scott Storch where I have him at on my list, and then I have Timberland, Pharrell, and Dr. Dre ahead of them. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Because they're just they're rappers, they're artists also. Let's let's get into the the man of the hour. Oh man, yeah. Pull it. You gotta and Kanye, aka Ye. Yeah, you gotta pull out the red carpet for that one. Kanye bananas for that. But I mean, all his production and because he started out as a producer first, then he started rapping. So people praised him for his for his uh his production and then after that now everybody praising him for his lyricism. Yeah, he he for the most part does write his own raps. Unless you um who was that Tali Kwali that posted his ghostwriters? <laughs> no, you know what? Kanye actually admits to ghostwriting. They're having ghostwriters too. Remember he was inviting everybody to Wyoming mm-hmm. and, and uh, Drake helped write for him. Also, Pusha T, all, all those guys have admitted. And uh, when you watch different uh, different little uh, documentaries and also um, podcasts, you listen to like a bunch of stuff. They always mention like meeting up and then helping him put out a body of work. I'm not assuming that Kanye just sitting there writing for all those guys and just producing music. Like I know those guys are helping him too. But um, okay, so what what makes the number one? I will say. One of the things that makes him number one for me is he revived some people's careers. Common, the, yeah. the, the production on that B album is outstanding. Uh, even the the production he did as a relatively new producer for Tali Kweli uh, on that, uh, God, what was the name of the album? Quality? Mm-hmm. I mean... See, I understand why you said what makes him number one. What makes him number one in my book is he has he has more body of work and better. I wouldn't say better songs, but I'll say he has good quality of music. Uh, hence the name, good music. <laughs> he has a good quality of music, and he also has a larger body of yeah, music cause even and produces. Like he did, um, I can't think of the Brandy album. But he did several songs for Brandy, um, like the Where You Wanna Be, put Brandy and T.I. on it. Right, and, he, and you know, we noticed we said that Dr. Dre been producing for such a... Kanye's been producing since 1996, and he's still going to this day. He just did... Um, um, well, he co-produced that song Easy, him and Hip Boy. Yeah, he co-produced that song, but he also did the, uh, the song with... Um, um, damn, I forgot the damn artist's name. But they, you can't. I know. I think it's Jack Harlow and. Oh yeah, I, um, I can't think of the song, but yeah. I, hey, look, we we get brain farts too, okay? Yeah, but I'm like never change. Who sing Old Town Road, bro? Oh, Little Nas X. Yeah, it was Little Nas X. It was and um, I got what you waiting for. I told you, yeah. Kanye did that. The oh the <laughs> Kanye did that fucking song like that shit is crazy. 
So and that and you know what's crazy? That's 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 like the best song on that CD. And Kanye and I, I listen to all music. Okay, for everybody get the judging. All right, I listen to all music. Kanye did that, man. You don't know my name, Alicia Keys. That's Kanye. I know. I'm looking at it right now. I said, "Damn!" Literally right there. I, I just wow. Everybody knew that. Um, Overnight Celebrity, of course, was twisting. Selfish, Slum Village. Everybody knows yeah, that one too. That's a that's a Kanye classic right there. Yeah. Also, this way with uh, Dilated Peoples. Strawberry Bounce, Janet Jackson. Oh yeah, I like that one too. Um, Dreams. With the game. Cop shot the kid. Nas. I thought that was dope, too. I, I really did like that song, too. <laughs> a slept on song from uh, from Nas that Kanye produced on the uh, Hip Hop is Dead album. Yeah. Let There Be Light. Yeah. Um, no, I I think that's... I thought that CD was dope, too. One of my favorite Rihanna songs. Bitch Better Have My Money. Oh, yeah. Definitely produced by uh, Kanye. Swagger Like Us, T.I., Jay-Z, Kanye, Lil Wayne, produced by Kanye. Oh, Brooklyn Go Hard. Thought that song was dope. And, of course, like all the body, all his bodies of work, too, man. I mean. Birthday song, 2 Chains. Yeah. I thought that one was, yeah, that's crazy right there, too. I forgot all about um the I truth. thought he was just was on there. I didn't think he produced it. That's the crazy. truth, Benny Siegel. All basically all of Big Sean's albums under good music. <clears throat> Get by, of course, Tali Quali. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Tiana Taylor, some all of her albums under good music. Yeah. Oh, that's the name of that damn song. It's called Industry Baby. <laughs> Oh yeah, he produced a city of gods that's going crazy right now. So you trying to tell me right now? Far. Yeah, you trying to tell me right now? Three of the hottest songs right now that's going on right now in the industry. Industry baby, industry baby came out two thousand twenty one. Easy with the game and Kanye. City of gods It's like you can hear those on rotation on the radio like crazy. He all produced those songs. Kanye is a mu- a musical genius. Not uh, Kanye is like the ex that you want to hate, but you can't hate because every time they do something crazy, they do something s- sweet too. Right. Like you got the whole Kim and Pete Davidson controversy, but then he dropped three fire produced songs while dropping a fire. Um, documentary on Netflix. So it's all about sacrifices. Not only and then not only is he killing in the in the production game, he didn't crossed over to he's so mainstream, he didn't crossed over to the fashion world. Yeah, is all while doing it. That's why I have him as my number one. Because he hits you in so many different angles. And that's why Dr. Dre is my number two, because with Beats by Dre. You know, we all own those headphones and everything. And, and like the other endeavors that he done went in, he keeps himself relevant and he's still producing songs right now to this day. And Kanye's like a, I know you said you said that too, like he's like a mad scientist and like, because he just. He's a musical genius. You can say yeah. what you want about him, but. Yeah. 
I don't think anybody can do what Kanye does. That's at, true. At, at the high level that he does it, it's almost like everything he touches is a hit. And if it's not a hit, you want to hear it because Kanye did it. Exactly. And, you know, I was going to say this, too. And this is going to be one of my topics for um, for a podcast that I, I'm coming out with eventually some down, down, sometime down the line. Is The 20 Minutes with Tommy. 20 Minutes with Tommy. Is that... We need to, as people, we need to decipher the artist from their personal life. That shouldn't depict how you feel about an artist. Ooh, you gonna yeah. make some people mad now, with this topic. I'm I'm gonna piss some people off because everybody, as soon as you say that, people say R. Kelly and they go to Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. Yeah, hey, why don't we talk about Woody Allen though? Yeah, and that, <laughs> Woody Allen too, because it, nobody gives a shit about <laughs> the stuff that he made. <laughs> That's why, you know, because people say that. The same thing with the players, too. <laughs> Can we decipher how we feel about the players, too? I, I know this, I'm getting off the hip-hop subject, but this, I think sports and hip-hop go hand-in-hand, too, especially when you're dealing with black well, athletes. Well, yeah, they say, you know, black athletes want to be hip-hop artists and hip-hop artists want to be athletes. So. Yeah. The way that Colin Kaepernick plays the game doesn't have shit to do about the way that he feels in his protesting and kneeling. Or whatever. So so that's my whole thing. I like, know we getting off topic real quick, but can I mention something? Go ahead, brother. So the LeBron James uninter- uninterrupted. Right. Remember back when he had Tom Tom Brady and Dre and Draymond Green on there? Oh yeah. You just a light bulb just went off in my head because I felt it was interesting that Tom Brady basically said, I wish I could have did what Marshawn Lynch did and said, I'm just here so I won't get fined. But he was like, I got to play the company role. Exactly. Everybody has to do that. That's what that's what people get things so confused, man. And, and people get because everybody wants you to throw yourself out there and put yourself out there. Shit can be going on at a job or any in our personal life. But you still have to be professional. If we did everything that we want to, I'm, I'm just speaking, this just is in general. This is with work, with life, with marriage, with having kids. You want to come home, you might want to listen to a, a, a damn rap song. You might want to watch a movie that got some dirty yeah, shit going on. But, but guess what? what? You got kids. You're watching Boss Baby now. Yeah. you <laughs> Deal yeah, with it. <laughs> deal with the shit, people. Like, wake your ass up. And this is why 20 Minutes with Tommy needs to come out because I'm, I'm going to light motherfuckers up, man. I got a lot of shit on my mind because a lot of people are just so stupid. So, okay, I'm sorry. Let, we can get back to <laughs> no, no. We can we can kind of get into the boss because I, I feel like Kanye is a, is a lightning rod because I know if somebody listening to this podcast right now, they probably like man, fuck them. They they said Kanye number one. Like, yeah, it's some people after the shit that the way that he votes, the way that he thinks. A lot of have shit to do with the album. It has shit to do with the way that he makes music and produce and entertains. Okay, you I, can. Have, I, can I say this about Kanye? No matter how you feel about him, the fact that he he had the boss enough, to, and I'm not a Donald Trump supporter, but the fact that this brother had the boss to wear and make America great again. At least he started a conversation because I feel like too often we just pigeonhole to one political party right 
So the fact that he was willing to, to start a, a, a dialogue, no matter how controversial it was, like I commend him for that because it takes a lot of balls to pretty much to go against the grain. Yeah, and I agree with you with that one too. Um, the only thing that, that gets me about most of these people, I agree that everybody has a certain amount of genius and a certain amount of smarts to them, but everybody doesn't know every goddamn thing. Yeah. I, and, and that's what handicaps Kanye West because yeah. – He's like, well, I'm a genius. We understand you're a genius, Kanye. A musical genius. Yeah, you're a musical genius, though. And you might be a genius in fashion, too. Don't get me wrong. He he got he's, he has multiple facets in the chokehold. I don't got know if he is. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if he's a fashion genius. So well, a lot of his, his clothing. No, no. He's a horrible dresser. <laughs> no, he's a horrible dresser. But those Yeezys that he came out with revolutionized the game. I think those are very comfortable. I like the work that he did with Nike. I think some of the clothes are, are shitty. Um, I, I hate that he keeps wearing them the, fucking rain boots. Yeah, I thought I'd say them boots, them black boots. He wears the same outfit every time. I mean, I understand you're a billionaire. Them boots remind me something that we'll <laughs> see after um, The Walking Dead, after the zombies have ruled the earth and we trying to come back. That's Yeah, like, and I understand, like, that's his lane and he gets to do whatever the hell he wants to do. He's a billionaire. And that's my whole thing. When, when you have free will, people, and your free will, part of your free will is to let let people be people, but at the same time, man, just respect like they shine and respect like how they move and they glow. All you can do is respect it. Unless he's doing some shit that's just far out, he's not doing shit to jeopardize and hurt somebody or do something crazy to, you know, make somebody feel low, then just roll with it, man. Just roll with it. All you can do is say you don't like that particular move that he made, but still respect him as yeah, an artist. And and re, I would say a lot of people may disagree with this. Kanye is the Quincy Jones of our generation. I, I can see that. I can see that, too. I can see that. I think he's revolutionary. revolutionary. But, like I said, I think, like I said, with other people, the life decisions that he makes— I think that's what, what people look at him and they want to throw him under the bus. And I don't think that they should do that with Kanye. Okay, let's let's get to some honorable mentions before people start lynching us. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll kick it off. RZA, all the work he did with the Wu-Tang, stuff he's done with Nas, other East Coast. Um, RZA was a tough one to, to leave off, but... Um, okay, for mine, I'm going to go with Rick Rubin. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Rick Rubin, early pioneer of the game, even 99 Problems. Right. Um, after, oh, okay. Did you, uh, your next one? You, you oh, in. I had Jay Dilla as my next one. I put Jay Dilla oh, ahead of Premier. Fire. Now, a lot of people would have Jay Dilla. The only reason why I don't have Jay Dilla that high up on my, my list is because he passed away way too soon. And yeah. I thought that his body the, of work could have been, you know. But the Dilla sound. Um, yeah. Oh, no. His sound still like he's touched all these producers, man. All these producers done at least went his way about, yeah. you know, with his sound. So his sound is just revel. Now, if you talk about somebody stealing somebody mojo in that sound, I'm definitely going with Dilla. Like. They done stole that man. He would be number one if you wanna if we looking at it like that. But yeah. And he and he a Detroit product yeah. too. So shout out to Dilla. Okay. You you gave us Dilla. 
I'm going to give us the brother from Tribe Called Quest. Oh, yeah. Q-Tip. Oh, yeah. I respect that one, too. Um, After that, I'm going to go with Just Blaze. Just Blaze? Yeah, I had to go with Just Blaze on that one. Which is interesting because Just Blaze was in that with hip-hop and, and Kanye. So... Then I'll go DJ Premier after can, that one. Can I, can I give you one that's off the beaten path, but counts as a hip-hop producer? Well, I am. Gets an honorable mention for me. He's done some fire traps, especially Ooh, for the game. Tough. Oh, yeah. No, not only for uh, the game, but uh, 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 Nicki Minaj and like a bunch of, oh, man, yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about. All right, so I know, <laughs> I know that just came out of nowhere. We and I, I brought it to your attention too. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so this is the perfect platform. Now, if Tommy is sleeping on the couch after this podcast, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Now, <laughs> now, people, listen here, and I think we're gonna leave this up to the people to decide this too. Where do you see the black IPs? Where do you where do you see them? Are they are they hip hop to you? Are they are they funk? Are they pop? I mean, what what are they? I always categorize them. I think we're in agreement with this that they're hip hop. Uh, for those that don't know, let me give you a little backstory. Right. So Tommy sends me a text. <laughs> where do you? Where, where would you say the me me and Jamie are having an argument and a tough discussion? Yeah, a, a tough critical discussion. So she's in the their pop category is that what it was yeah she thinks that she thinks that and and she's not the only one yeah a I, lot of people know them they know them as um as being a, as as pop like they're popish and if you think about them like you tie them in with fergie and fergie not necessarily like hip-hop so she stands out along with them and then a lot of their songs are like are like pop or funk i feel like I still like so they do have that crossover appeal. Exactly, that's the thing. But I still feel like they're very hip hop, right? Like the Fugees, I wouldn't necessarily categorize them fully R and B. Like I feel like they're more of a hip hop group too. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I was saying. The thing was, she wants to put them in the same category as nerd. Where do you guys see nerd? And see, nerd is also. another one I, I put in the hip hop category. Right. I want to know what listeners. Where do? Because me and Rodney, we believe that these groups here are hip hop. Like that is without a doubt. But where do you guys see them? Like, let it, hit us up on Instagram. Motown Motown Coney Podcast. Yeah. Hit us up on Instagram. Send us a message. Leave a comment. Where Neptunes. Well, yeah. nerd, black eyed peas. Yeah, are they hip hop? Are they pop? Yeah, where do you guys see them? Because I clearly have them as a hip hop group. Yeah, and I and I do too. It's it's like when Tommy sent me the message, I'm like, top of my head, they hip hop. Even because when even when we talk about Will Will I Am production, he has more hip hop hits than pop hits. If you ask me, that's true. And I wanted to do a podcast, Rodney, on most known unknowns, because I think both of the groups that we just talked about, they're the most known unknowns, because a lot of people, since they don't categorize them under hip hop, a lot of people just cancel them out. You notice we just did a hip hop podcast, right, with groups. 
We didn't even mention him at all. So when you say, oh, no, no. Yeah. So Be- Because people know them. When you like say. The, the internet, would they be in that? Yeah, yeah, because guess what? Yeah, because you know them, right? And you know they got hits. Everybody knows Pharrell and Neptune. But when it comes to like looking at them as a hip hop group, they're the most known but unknown to hip hop heads. When you think of a when you think of hip hop group, Timberland and Magoo too. Nobody thinks about these people. Like why why are these people not in in anybody's top? They're not even probably a top forty. We could do that because now you got me thinking about Nori. And Capone, he, he's and at this point, he's the most known unknown. He's the most known for his podcast, and he, yeah, like here goes one that's going to be controversial. Let's see if he'll go with it, people. Will Smith? No, no, I I wouldn't say that. You know why I wouldn't say most known unknown? Here because goes. people know his hits. But they don't ever look at him as a hip hop artist, though. So the funny thing is, and the reason why I, I, I want I'm, yeah. I'm gonna die for this, and maybe we'll do this for episode eleven. The reason why I'm going to argue for Will Smith is I played Summertime the other day to my students, and not one of them knew that Will Smith did the damn song. That's crazy. That that is crazy to me. I I wouldn't even think that kids would even. I mean, even when you if like, so are they familiar with any of his catalog? Like, are they familiar with Wild Wild West? No. Or is or they didn't even most of them didn't know he used to rap. Yeah, not not even from the Men in Black. They thought the only thing he ever did was the Fresh Prince, um, <laughs> the 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 intro song. That's crazy. I wouldn't think of him as the most known unknown though. I don't know. I, well, we uh, could, put, a, him, we could put him in there. It's a generational thing, I feel like. Yeah, we could put him in there. But I'm just saying, like, our generation, our generation, Rodney, even the new generation, even the old generation, they do not look at Black Eyed Peas and the Neptunes as, like, legit hip-hop groups. They don't. They don't. They don't. They're not even in anybody's. They, when you think okay. about the top 20, 30, nobody even puts those guys in the top 20, 30. We just, we sat it's, here and named it's, off. It's somebody right now. Because I said honorable mention, well, I am, and you agree with that. That's Googling well, I am songs that he produced. Right. I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then they probably like their mind is blown right now going through that. Like, damn, well, I am was nice. Like, and and the the funny thing is, you know, the first time I realized that he was doing hip hop songs is I'm I'm listening to the doctor's advocate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he got the song on there with the game, and oh yeah, and your boy Scott Storch did do some some yeah great production because you know that was the album where the game wasn't messing with um, Dre. Yeah, he wasn't messing with Dre anymore. So, that was one blood on there, and yeah. uh, that album was fire too. I like the yeah. song with um, was it with Marsha Ambrosius at the uh, at the end? Mm-hmm. That let the sun shine on you. Yeah, that yeah. So um, it wasn't in that tone, people. I can't sing. So I'm, you know, I'm listening to it, and I'm, I'm, I'm digging to the song, and then I realize he say, "Well, I am." They ain't know you basically had the hood beats, and I'm like, "No, nah, never would have thought that was Will I Am or, or uh, Compton." Yeah, when you think about when you search for like, let's say you happen to search and be like, uh, top five hip hop producers of all time, right? Will I Am doesn't even show up on a list. 
No, if you, I, I don't think if we put in top thirty, he would show up on the list. Look, if you type in top, if you type in top twenty hip hop groups of all time, I guarantee you the Black Eyed Peas don't pull up on the list, bro. I bet you they don't. I bet you the Neptunes don't either. That's sad. Okay. Most known on them. We we recording this podcast a little bit early. By the time this podcast comes to you guys, the NCAA tournament of being its final four stages. Right now, the the bracket busting St. Pete's team is up 32-27 at halftime. Oh, wow. So if you like me, you just threw your brackets in the trash. <laughs> better luck next year. Yeah, better ne- better better luck next year. I can't believe damn St. Pete's. I can't believe Michigan either. Yeah. But hopefully by the time you hear this, who your top four for the? Uh, I know my bracket's busted, man. But who do you have making it now from the people that's in the uh, field? Off the play? top of my head, y'all going. And I, I ride for my team. Now, I remember by the time you guys hear this, it's going to probably be Final Four. So, we just letting you know that ahead of time. So, so we're doing predictions, basically. Duke. Oh, that's I tough. got Duke coming out the West. I don't have Duke beat Michigan State um, coming up. I do. I got Arizona coming out the – no, I don't. I lied. I got Michigan coming out the, the South. Yeah, I was about to say, what? My bad. No, it, it it got Wildcats written all over it this year. Um, I'm going to go with Bruce Pearl and Auburn coming out the Midwest. Oh, wow. Charles Barkley give you a, the biggest handshake and hug off of that one. And the East. The East is ugly because Baylor is out. You um, uh, I'm gonna go back with last year's Cinderella team, UCLA, coming out the East. Then, okay. Oh, all right. And by the time people listen to this, I, I like that too. By the time people listen to this podcast, brother, will the Lakers be in the playoffs? Does the playing count? Oh yeah, yeah, playing count. Will they be in the playoffs? Because they they only a couple games behind Portland, like Portland, is, and they not. <laughs> Yes, the play-in. Yeah, I agree, too. I think by the time everything unfolds, I think they'll be actually sitting at home by the time this podcast come out <laughs> because <laughs> they're going to lose in the play-in. Okay, <laughs> question for the East. Right. Does Brooklyn make it out of the, the play-in seating? I think, Does Brooklyn do enough to be a sixth seed? I think they go against Toronto. In Toronto, Kyrie Irving can't play. Um, Which is a bunch of bullshit at this point. Yeah, because Toronto right now, like, they just lost to the Lakers. This podcast is time dated, so this is a week ago. Um, Toronto's falling back. I don't want Toronto to fall um, below, and I don't want Brooklyn to fall either, man. That's This is going to be tough. I say they, I say they don't get past Toronto. Okay. No, maybe they do make it. Maybe they do make it, but I don't see them beating um, Milwaukee Bucks in the first round or um, or the Miami Heat. Here's my prediction. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is a Detroit prediction. This all had nothing to do with the current playoff. Your Detroit Pistons will be in the playing tournament next year. Uh, okay, I disagree. <laughs> I got a good one for you. The Detroit Lions will make the playoffs next year. Does Aaron Rodgers still play in the NFC? He lost Devontae Adams, though. Does he Does he still play in the NFC North? Yeah, but at the same time, he lost a lot of weapons. And on the defense, he lost people, offensive line. I will give you this. And they need to get another uh, wide receiver because them guys he got. Off the top of your head, who's the best quarterback in the NFC? Um, in our division or in the? NFC in general. Tom Brady. Who's number two? <laughs> uh, this, you know what? Okay, all right. I'll give you that one. Okay, just, so, just go with uh, me for, for a second. I'm, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. I'll take that back. I got a good one for you. You want to hear this one? Matthew Stafford is better than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, let's say, let's just say Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers three. Is third. They both won the okay. same amount of Super Bowls, and Stafford numbers are better. So here's the crazy thing. After you get through one, two, three, who's next on that list? Kyler Murray. After him. Hmm. Man, you're right. That's tough. See, it's not like the AFC where you got Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, they're loaded, man. They're loaded. Um, Russell Wilson now is in the AFC. Yeah. All, all, all your quarterbacks, uh, Herbert. Yeah, but the – you know. So, that, that, that's why I won't fully disagree with you that the Lions got a chance to make the playoff because after you get past the top three quarterbacks – and you got Kyler Murray at four, but I feel like it's a drop off between three and four. But you know who won the last two Super Bowls? The NFC. I mean Matthew Matthew Stafford and, and Tom Brady, but Tom, like, Tom Brady, yeah, he is the goat, but he's going to be forty five. So yeah, and like I understand. And his favorite target may not play at the start of the season. Well, I, I still like him with Evans. I still like him with. Anybody remember he took a team in in uh, the Patriots that had nobody but Julian Edelman and he was old and broke down and he still carried. Okay, them. so I got the Pistons in the play-in. You got the Lions making the playoffs. Yes. Oh wait a minute. What about the Detroit Tigers? Oh, baseball's back, people. Pencil the Tigers in for the playoffs. I got them in the playoffs too. Restore, and, restore the roar. And, and AJ Hinch, I, I trust. And while we doing Detroit sports, let's just round it out with the Red Wings. The Red Wings will fire their coach. Uh, yeah. And they will make their playoff next year. They'll make the playoffs next year. Uh, NHL, you wanna you wanna you wanna do something special? You wanna you wanna stand out instead of being like the worst uh, American sport? Because right now, like they're they're like the trash sport. <laughs> I I personally love the NHL, but that's a story for a different day. Of yeah, I love I love the NHL, but right now they're the garbage sport. They had that lockout and they never recovered, and the salary cap's trash. So if you want to, why don't you guys have a play in just like the uh, NBA? If you want to save face, because right now the format you guys are using, you move the Red Wings or, to the east, to the west, or to the east. I'm sorry, 
Or a midseason tournament like they're discussing with the NBA. Yeah, they need to shake something up or do something different. Because those guys don't really get paid much. And by the time you pay one or two good players, you can't afford anybody else and people are moving on. And I miss when the, the salary cap used to be better for the NHL. You're only saying that because that's when the Red Wings was winning all those <laughs> Stanley Cups. 97, <laughs> 98. I feel some type of way. 2002. I'm pissed about that. 2000. You took away, all, you took away Chelios and, and Hall and Madonna and took away all the people that I love. Okay, so I know we probably born a segment of our listening <laughs> right. with, with the hockey, uh, but... Tommy's got a vacation coming up. That's why we record this early. I got a little vacation coming up. So All right. both of us next time, we'll, we'll catch y'all on this podcast. We'll have a little tan that y'all won't be able to see. But Yeah, we're going to have a tan, and we might let you in on some of the adventures. And watch out for that 20 minutes with Tommy. I got some shit I need to get off my chest. And I will catch y'all, and we will catch y'all on the B-side. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. 20 Minutes Per Time, you produced by Rodney Fresh, by the way. Okay, keep going. Yeah, and if you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, at Motown Coney Podcast. Um, Leave us your comments. Uh, I want to do something special for uh, the the 10th person. To, to leave us a, a comment, a review on, uh, I don't know if we should do it on. On Instagram? On Instagram. Yeah. I got a $20 gas card with your name on it. Oh. Oh, now that sounds like, okay. I'll tell you what, too. Once we get to 50 followers, then get to 100 followers, and then we keep going up. I'm going to do a random drawing, and I'll throw in $20 gas cards mm, and, and Subway gift cards. Yeah, gas so high, I don't even look at the thing no more. I just turn around and pray. <laughs> That's so true. So we'll catch you on the B side. Like we said, if you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button. And if your bracket is busted, so is the rest of America. Don't feel bad. Peace.